You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass. Greetings, movie fans. You're all very welcome to The Big Review Ski with Omniplex Cinemas and my Omnipass. My name is Owen Doherty, and we're all going to have to squeeze in nice and tight this week because it's a full film house. We've got four people here. Please welcome Justin Stafford. Hello, hello. Roy Cashin. Hello, hello, hello. Oh. And Paul Moore. Hello. <laughs> nice. Um, for everybody who's watching at home today, um, if you look really, really closely, you'll actually see that this is a brand new kind of The Big Rewski Show. Oh. Um, we're all being recreated right now. This is mm-hmm. photorealistic animation. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, actually, um, I, you, you all are. I'm actually being played by Andy Circus in this episode. Incredible. I'm actually wearing one of those green leotards right now. It's seamless. You can't <laughs> we're yeah. covered in lycra at the moment. Uh, but yeah, a team of engineers who are out the back are painstakingly recreating every single yeah. detail that Hand you're looking at right live. now. And if you're listening, it's just the normal show. How are you doing? How's things? Um, we do have a cracker for you, as ever, coming up. We have the director of The Lion King, Mr. John Favreau. Not only is he the director of The Lion King, he did The Jungle Book, mm-hmm. Swingers. Well, he didn't direct that Swingers. That was uh, Lyman. But he was the he was star in, of yeah, Swingers. Yeah, yeah. He was in Made as well, which is a spiritual sequel. To which he did direct. Yeah. And, and he was he's Pete in Friends. Yes, yeah. Monica's Becker Richards. Friends. And what Boyfriend. else? Anything else? Spider-Man. He, 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 Spider-Man. he directed Elf. And he Iron directed Man. Iron Man. Chef. Yes. He directed Chef. This is which great. is the most delicious film he's ever. Oh my God. If you, if you was so ever... ravenous watching that film. And he's oh, producing the that... new Star Wars show. He's yeah. making it as well. I remember the thing about Chef though. Because Scarlett Johansson's in that, isn't she? And Sophia oh Vergara God, yeah. as his two yeah. love interests. But she eats... Nice cast. <laughs> Who wrote that film? <laughs> John Favreau. Well, <laughs> it's like Clint Eastwood and his double threesomes <laughs> all over again. Um, he's also Marvel royalty because he's mm. one of the head honchos there. He started off in Iron Man and he's kind of been kept in the loop with all mm. their mm. top secret plans. He's so much. This, this is just guy. our John Favreau mm. loving. Anyway, he's coming up later on the show. We also have tickets to give away to Hobbs and Shaw, which is going to be one of the biggest films of 2019, both box office-wise and just physically mm. as well. And uh, we're going to announce the winners of our Spider-Man competition from last week. Oh, with the neck pillows. The neck pillows. <gasps> We've got neck pillows to give away <laughs> and pillows for other parts of your body as well. Um, were they here? Did I miss them? No, you'll find out about them oh, later. Great, if great, you turn great. up for the show, it's fine. I'm I'll just leave it. Anyway, it's time for the big question on the Big Review Scheme for this week's big question. It's over to Justin Stafford. Thank you, Owen. Okay, so for this week, with the release of Lion King, mm-hmm. which set to have some serious bangers in there music-wise. Absolutely. We've got Beyonce, so we've got yep. Childish Gambino going on, mm-hmm. so guaranteed. I want to know, what is your favourite movie soundtrack for a film? Mm-hmm. But specifically, songs that were created for that film. Gotcha. Very yeah. crucial Clar- detail clarify at the there, end because yeah. um, each week when we're doing the big question, uh, we give each other a heads up, you know, it's like, and we don't know what the other ones are going to pick. But this this was a little bit controversial, this one, because it was like, well, is it this type of soundtrack? Yeah, there's a lot of, of possibilities there. Okay, so specifically, it's songs that were created for that particular film. Spot on. Okay, yeah. I think there's going to be war. Here we go. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Justin, what did, you, what did you go for? Okay, so... Supersonic. <laughs> Technically, actually, oh I've, I've even waited all week to show <laughs> oh Supersonic. It's like rattling breezes. <laughs> Supersonic. Damn it, I didn't think of that. Ah, oh, well. But those songs were not created specifically for the documentary. They were created. Yeah, so. Anyway. Okay. Yeah? Oh, okay. Damn it, loophole. I could have went for it. Anyway, I didn't go for that. I went for A Star is Born. Oh. Okay. Here come the tissues. Specifically that end song, right? No. I'll never love again. Roy's okay. Cry. I'm actually going to cry. No, no, seriously. I w- rewatched this clip this week to put this in, genuinely shedding a tear. Is that why you've been crying at your desk? All yes, week? it has okay. been. Box of tissues there, ready she to go. Was back on the show. So I rewatched this, and it's that moment whereby it cuts from. Sorry, spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't yeah. seen this film. Yeah, I think I think the star fair. the star is born. Okay. <coughs> yeah, the star is born. yeah. That's fine. That moment where it cuts midway through that song back to Bradley Cooper playing it to her on the piano. On the piano, yeah. Broken I'm, in I'm the done. house, destroyed. I'm bloody and done. It's so raw, the two of them. Yeah. That cut, if you don't feel anything at that moment, check you're not a robot or Homer. dead. <laughs> Did you feel anything at that point? No, uh, no actually I didn't. No, no, yeah, that, uh, that finale just on her is yeah. And her performance yeah. on the stage of it as well, where it's just her and the orchestra behind her. Mm. Yeah. It's just... It's bloody mind-blowing. So that, also on top of the whole soundtrack in general, but mm. that song, like, shallow, Griven, or Griven? 
digging your grave. Uh, We're proving you're digging. <laughs> <laughs> all those tracks are fantastic. Okay, well, we all Ash like that in those jeans. Real emotional yeah, yeah. jeans. Yeah. Emotional. It spoke I tried to, me. to Google where are they from to buy them, and I was like, why am I bothering? My ass would never look as good as hers in those jeans. Like, fact. Is that right? Okay. So that's also why you were crying. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'll crying. never be Lady Gaga. Okay, let's prepare ourselves emotionally. So this is uh, the the grand finale to A Star Is Born. Yeah. Okay, here we go. No, please God, no. Oh, just roll the clip there, please. Just don't look at me. No. Just give me a moment, please. It's the, it's the hay fever right now. Yeah. It's just... Even my forehead's crying. <laughs> this film oh is my a high pollen count. <laughs> it's, it's so high pollen. This oh. film is high pollen. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Tom's fine, though. Uh, you're all weak. <laughs> you're all weak. Uh, There's nothing weak about showing your emotions. <laughs> um, so, mine wasn't a star is born. Okay. I, I think, I'll be honest, I find this one of the hardest big questions yeah. to answer ever because there's so many options ever. So, mm. many. so many incredible options mm -hmm. yeah. and whenever you mentioned that oh it's because Lion King is released we was like oh, well geez Lion King is up there yeah and then Aladdin and Hercules and all those but none of them and this isn't me naming them by the way this it's, it's mm. pretty close to you naming them <laughs> but the one that I went for um, is has amazing like childhood memories for me. Still sing it to this day. Every time I go downstairs, I sing one of the songs. It's Showgirls. Um, <laughs> Showgirls, show the musical. I'm trying no, to think three bonus tracks. <laughs> what songs Mika has done? Yeah, it's <laughs> oh, Mika should definitely they do should a Showgirls <laughs> musical. That Sounds would like 100% be nightmare. a perfect fit. Oh yeah. Um, but no, my one was from 1976 and it's Bugsy Malone. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. So uh it's I and again it was only reading up on the film this week. All the songs are written by a guy called Paul Williams. And I was like, Paul Williams, I don't really know that name. But he actually wrote loads of the music for the original Muppet movies, oh. including the Muppet Christmas Carol as well, which was another oh. potential one yeah. as well. But come back to No, I, I'm not naming it, not naming <laughs> it. But right. um Bugsy So uh Down and Out is in there, so you want to be a boxer. So many uh unbelievable tunes. And who hasn't sung So Your Name Is Tallulah like in the bathroom to themselves? Me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Paul speaks for all of yeah. in that moment. Yeah. But no, the moment that I picked is the finale. Again, spoiler alert, Lady Gaga yeah. comes out in a pair of jeans here, it's class. But when they all, they've all cream-pied each other, it's a kid's film, it's fine. Yeah. And uh, they break into one massive sing-along, which is uh, You Give a Little Love, which was then used in a Coke ad years later. But this is the original and this is the best. Uh, this is You Give a Little Love from Bugsy Malone. Am I going to cry at this too? I think so. <laughs> Probably because I'm going to sing along. Good luck to you. Okay. <gasps> Like cream they went through for that. 
a heck yeah. of a lot. <laughs> it's like, I wonder if it's actually cream. Do you know yeah. the way on, on film they're like, oh, we tie a lot of cats together to make it look like <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but it's like, what's the film that used the most blood ever? It came out. It's the, it actually, part two has it, the most blood. It's chapter two, yeah. 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 So yeah. I, I think I'd say The Shining probably before that. Yeah, so Bugsy Malone is the it chapter two of the, the musical cream, cream world <laughs> yeah. in the dairy world. We're going to um, have to get his book of records. Yeah, so. Just on that, like the film is amazing, but also um, my daddy put on a musical. Oh, my of it in the school in Derry years ago as yeah, well and I remember going along to all the rehearsals yeah. I swear to <laughs> God it's not my fault him. you could have not brought it up <laughs> well my mommy didn't do it <laughs> yeah, yeah but you could have just not <laughs> said anything about it but then it would have been a random man in my <laughs> life no no you could have just not told <laughs> not the story, told story. <laughs> oh but, it, but it's a connection it's why the film means so much okay, to me so so sorry, sorry, like I tuned out there which member of your family did it again my Male parent. <laughs> <Male parody. laughs> um, anyway, so Bugsy Malone, that was my one. Uh, Paul, what did you go for? So I completely misunderstood the question, right? I knew somebody <laughs> would do this. That's I my thing. Because, okay, I'll give everyone a, a little insight into our inner workings. We have this a WhatsApp group when the big question gets thrown in. We all say, and we work out the fine kinks of it. I was away for the weekend, so I wasn't really that attentive. Well, I'm usually not attentive anyway, but I was even less than before. <laughs> So all I heard was soundtracks, and then it was like, oh, we including scores, which is a different thing. I just heard soundtracks. So I was like, grand, got it. But I didn't know it was original music. So what one did you go for? Goodfellas. Yeah. <laughs> Goodfellas, all the songs. All the songs He's that, the, that the likes of Tony Bennett and Aretha Franklin wrote specifically for Martin Scorsese. Um, yeah. Which song was it? I just went, but I thought you were talking about the best soundtrack. So I said, everything in Goodfellas. The Goodfellas soundtrack is. Well, so you didn't even pick a song, you picked the moment I did pick a song. (laughs) I did pick a song. Sunshine of Your Love, the close up on De Niro's character when he comes into a bar, because it's absolutely classic, the one by Cream. He's smoking at the bar. Yeah. And this has an amazing And it's by Cream, which you had in the last one. It's by Cream, so there is a connection. There you go. That what? (sighs) (laughs) Welcome to the Bigger You See the Show with all the creamy connections. (laughs) This is Goodfellas. Oh my God. To be fair, that's an unbelievable riff. He has. Why are you being no, fair? No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, does that need to be marked down with your? No, team? we all know what happened here. Okay. I just didn't pay attention. I just didn't pay attention. It's like. Uh, well, you're you know off scot free then. No, I will still hijack any conversation about soundtracks and throw Scorsese in because the man is the master. <laughs> My phone's ringing. Yeah. Is it actually yeah. ringing? Oh, it's Paul finally checking off. in the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's read it. There's two blue texts there. It's off now. It's I off. Don't, I don't know who that is. Sorry, whoever you were. Consummate professional, as oh. ever. Um, Roy, what did you go for? Goodfellas uh, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. So I did a, I did a, I did a loophole. Oh, okay. Where it is technically a song that was uh, it was performed this way just for this film, okay. but it wasn't a song originally this? written for this film. This is so cryptic. Oh, oh my God! Have hang on, hang on. No, if I get this, go. If you get it, you, you, you like, what, you'll just... It's not. I need a hero in Shrek. It's not. It's not. No, it's from uh, it's from something that was originally a musical. Okay. okay. But the film version of it, when I when I seen it on the big screen, is maybe the only time I ever uh, almost stood up and applauded, having seen wow. it because I was like, that was fantastic. Many drivers singing "Stand by Your Man" in Goldeneye. Oh God! No. I really blanked that out. <laughs> no. Not that no, one. No, it was uh, from Chicago. Oh, got it. I knew you were going to pick it. Chicago. He had it coming. I, which is just the most insanely catchy musical number ever. And uh, when they all come out and are like spelling out why they all committed murder, not normally their boyfriends or husbands, and you're like, yeah, wait, what? And like, <laughs> one of us has killed at least one person. Uh, yeah, it's just fantastic, and it's choreographed so well. It looks fantastic. Rob Marshall. Made it look great. Um, yeah, love love that song. Can I? I I'm going to admit something. I've never seen Chicago, and I don't know the songs no, from it. No, I'm really oh, sorry. Well, because um, it's one of your favorite films, is it? Is no, it I wouldn't fav- go so far as to say that. It's probably my favorite musical. Okay, but like, and what musicals what, wouldn't count high on? What What was it originally written for? 
this Broadway. Broadway? Oh, for Broadway, right. Okay, I thought the it was like used on which in another based. film. Gotcha. Okay, sorted. So you almost stood up. We're just going to wait for whatever's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> for anybody who's now listening, back. Uh, I think the footage from Chicago is running in the background, but some was, was were those subtitles? It looks like subtitles. But like in yeah. Dutch or something? Mm. <laughs> Dutch or Flemish? Um, something like that anyway. Um, Big Flemish fan base. If you haven't Chicago. seen Chicago in Flemish, then you just haven't seen you haven't Chicago. Looked. Yeah, exactly. Here they all are now. They're all, they're all coming oh. out to it. Actually, you know what? We'll go to the yeah. yeah, let's do that. You know how people have these little habits that get you down? Like Bernie. Bernie likes chew gum. No, not chew. Pop. So I came home this one day and I'm really irritated and I'm looking for a little bit of sympathy. And there's Bernie lying on the couch, drinking a beer and chewing. No, not chewing. Pop it! So I said to him, I said, you pop that gum one more time. And he did. So I took the shotgun off the wall and I fired two warning shots into his head. Chicago, recommended. Highly. Lovely yeah. place to visit. Yeah, I'm surprised because mm -hmm. you're normally the musical one of the four of us. No, I haven't seen every single musical since the beginning of the time. <gasps> no, but Chicago is maybe was one of like, the most I popular know, three of all time. Yeah. And it's not even one of those things, you know when people recommend something to you and you're like, yeah, I'll get to that whenever. It's it's not even it's that. No, it's like um, a proper like sexy musical with murder in it. Sexy musical murder. Yeah. It's oh. all there. Like okay. That's, that's your Tinder profile. <laughs> <laughs> if I was there. Um, I will, uh, okay, I'll check it out. You know you want. In English <laughs> or in Flemish? No, you won't check it yeah. out. I actually language. will. No, I won't. will. I want to. I, I know you will. Yeah. You're just going to watch you. Shrek again. <laughs> Saying that's a banger in that movie. There's Shrek. no arguments here. It I was be. sure you were going to go for Frozen. Frozen? Really? Yeah. Now, I do know every word to every song in Frozen, and I was singing it like last week when the girls walked, and they were kind of afraid that I knew every song and every word, but yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, Doesn't but that's not the reason to be afraid. It doesn't make me cry the way Star is born. The other one does. Yeah. Um, looking forward to getting Paul's answer next Still week. Change. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, you stick to it, you don't twist. You have to be principled on these that's things. That's it. Stay through. Um, okay, so you can let us know your favourite <clears throat> musical soundtracks where the songs were specifically written for that movie in question. And Goodfellas is included. And Goodfellas <laughs> is not included in that. Um, by the way, if you want to get in touch with the show uh, and let us know your answers, you can tweet us at Big Reviews Key. You can get in touch on the Joe Instagram as well. And uh, subscribe to the show. Yeah, you can comment on YouTube. Yeah, oh, yeah. comment in there. Hmm. It's time for the big trailer <laughs> on this week's Big Reviews Key. And for this week's big trailer, it's Palmer. Yeah, I misread the question there again. No, I didn't. Uh, we've got a great little Irish comedy coming out that premiered at the Fila, which was on mm. last weekend. Uh, we've got Wheel of Fortune at Mae Higgins. We've got Extraordinary, uh, when she plays a character called Rose, who has supernatural gifts to kind of communicate with the dead, but it's in this small town Irish village, so it's not used for like the Hollywood style stuff. It's like, I've got a haunted bin and I need you to check it out and stuff like that. And uh, so she goes about her everyday life. She's a driving instructor by trade. And then this sort of charlatan rock star enters this tiny Irish village play by Will Fort, who's Fort Forte, whatever, Forte. who's uh, I will always love because he is MacGruber. Um, but he has a real graw for Ireland. I think he's made a few film series, probably spent mm. a fair amount of time here. Yep. And he basically wants to use her gifts to communicate with the dead because he made a deal with the devil to kind of relaunch his career for more narcissistic purposes where she's more... I want to help the local community. Uh, the trailer was just released. It's uh, played a bit around the festival circuit. Got really good reviews, um, and it's got some really good Irish people in. You got uh, Maeve Higgins in the in the lead role, who is hilarious. Siobhan McSweeney of Derry Girls, sister Michael's in there. Alison Spittle. Uh, we and we've got uh, Barry Ward is the main character. Who I remember last was in Maze. He was in Maze. He was, with uh, that he was the, the warden who was yeah. excellent in it. He was in uh, other stuff like Jimmy's Hall. I think he was in Taken Down the RT show. So he's. Like really good one of those familiar faces, but he was superb in Maze. Um, but the tone of this, I really liked. It kind of reminded me of like a, an Irish "What We Do in the Shadows" kind of vibe, which yeah. is which is great, you know. So if they don't go for like the Hollywoods and just keep it uniquely mad and Irish, I think it could kind of really find a kind of a cult following, even traveling 
abroad outside of Ireland. I think it'll do really well here because, you know, we all love Maeve Higgins. And uh, from early word of mouth, it's been really good how it's been picked up in different places. So really excited to see the, the whole thing was released. Happy days. This is Extraordinary. Why don't we see ghosts every day? Oh, leave me alone. Most hauntings are so small, they go unnoticed. Hi, this is Rose's driving school. Maybe you could have a chat with my daughter, just to find out what's up with her. My name is Martin. Oh, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Martin, she's floating. She's floating, Martin. No. What is evil? <laughs> I'm doing an incantation. No! I think that looks very funny. A talking wheelbarrow, or like a possessed wheelbarrow. Or yeah. Wheelbarrow, wheelbarrow, wheelie no. bin. Wheelie yeah. bin. Wheelie yeah. bin. Yeah. But a talking wheelbarrow. <laughs> a talking no, wheelbarrow. Yeah, that's that what I want to see. Extraordinary too. And uh, I just love the Irish Bambi reaction. Like, oh, Jesus, she's floating off the bed. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's uh, the first thing you would say. You wouldn't be afraid. It's like, just <laughs> natural yeah, reaction. Has Maeve Higgins done big screen like feature film before she was in Amy Schumer show she was, and what yeah. she I think she was this, no no I think there's someone else there's someone in this film who plays Will Forte's that uh, kind of obnoxious wife and she was in uh, Trainwreck oh ah. as well with Amy Schumer very good um, no it looks very funny and we will have Will Forte and Maeve Higgins coming up on the show yeah. very soon. Justine's going to be talking to them. Um, talking wheelbarrows. <laughs> talking wheelbarrows and just singing the soundtrack to Frozen to them. That's, yeah. that's my jam. Every, I'm not going to lie, that sounds like the greatest interview yeah. of all time. Every <laughs> single word. Um, so when's that out then? Uh, it's not, I don't think there's a release date set in stone yet, but I would autumn. say autumn, mm. I'd say autumn, yeah. Autumn End of, of, summer of 2019. Autumn, yeah. I, would, I wouldn't be surprised to see it around Halloween. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, for the early buzz from the few festivals, were very good. One, so one feature film that they go with that. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to everybody. Um, brilliant. So that's extraordinary coming out around autumn time. <laughs> nice. Um, now it's time for slightly bigger release. Uh, it's the one that's going to dominate the charts again. Like Disney already have the top five films in the Irish box office this year so mm, far. Yes. Um, so. This is just going to be another absolute cash cow. Are there cash cows? Cash line. Cash line. In the savannah. Mm. Um, so it is, of course, The Lion King, uh, the remake of the beloved classic from uh, from the 90s. Um, before we hear Rory's interview with Mr. John Favreau, let's take a little look at the brand new... Like, it's... We can't call it live action. It, it's animated. It's animated. Yeah. yeah. It's just a different type of animation. I got it. <laughs> you feel the love Tonight. The great kings of the past look down on us from those stars. The peace the evening brings. Those kings will always be up there to guide you. The world for once in perfect harmony with all its living things. And so will I. So last week's big trailer was Mulan. Oh, yeah. Yes. We've already had Aladdin released mm -hmm. this year in yeah. terms of the live action remake. Closing in on a billion. And Dumbo. And which one? And Dumbo. Dumbo. And Dumbo as well was this year mm. as well. Yeah. Um, in the middle of casting Little Mermaid. Yeah. Would it, would it be safe to say that, oh, it's tough maybe to throw up between this one and Aladdin, that The Lion King is the most precious to people yeah. um, out of those titles? I think so. I yeah, I think the initial reaction to it being remade was a lot harsher no. than the one for Aladdin. Yeah. Yeah, especially when they seen the first like trailer and it was like, it just looks yeah. exactly the same. Shot for shot. Yeah, yeah. John Favreau is at pains to kind of uh, emphasize that this is like, no, no, we've, we've kind of, we've worked with the original one. We've we know that it's very precious to a lot of people, but we're determined to make this something new as well, even though it still looks identical. Yeah, like, I, I guess the 25 years since the first one, like, you've seen Whoa. the plenty, the, the Planet of the Apes, where there are super realistic uh, animals, and sometimes it can work when you when you have them talking, especially when they're apes and they kind of have humanistic facial expressions anyway. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, like he he has decided to go for that super realism in this as well, and in the process has hired one of the most like incredibly impressive casts imaginable. Mm. One of which I don't know if you've heard of her. Have you heard of her? Beyonce. Beyond say you say it really like accents the e at the end. Uh, she plays Nala, who is uh, kind of the love interest, I guess, for yeah. for Simba. Um, so I had to ask. I was like, what? <laughs> she is like legit the most famous person. Like she has to be the most famous person in the world. Oh, yeah. It's her. Queen. It's her or Donald Trump. That's Queen it. Queen and the Rock. The Rock. And the those Rock. Three. Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those three people. So like, Strategy. what's it like trying to direct literally the most famous person in the world? And can you contact her whenever you want? Because I imagine she doesn't give her phone number up freely. Do you want the John Favreau to phone I just want Beyonce to say right now? I just yeah, just a quick hello. It seems like a tell simple her, ask. Yeah. Tell her Rory said hi. Yeah, <laughs> she, she'll know what it means. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's see how that went down. <laughs> uh, probably not right now. I think she's 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 uh, she was very gracious to fly. It's a crossover and come here and and, and show up for the premiere. Uh, I know she had a late night, and I think right. they were heading off to a, to vacation. So right. I don't know that I would get an answer right now. Right. Well, that's 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 fine. She's she's a busy lady. That's, yes, she is. Fine. But I know she's. Uh, I mean, what, she's remarkable. I remember we were at the the premiere in in, in L.A., and she says, "Okay, I gotta go now. I'm gonna go work on the album." Oh, so wow. she was, So she was going, <laughs> leaving the premiere to work on on the album that she was working on with Inspired by Song. So wow. she's a she's a pretty prolific person and a filmmaker and. You know, works on the choreography and songwriting, new song in this one, Spirit. Yeah. So she's, um, and then, and then uh, you know, may as well be a runway model with the fashions that she displays. So she's quite a remarkable person. Well, that's disappointing. He didn't phone Beyonce in the middle of the interview. It's rude, is what it is. <laughs> like, it's just quick, hey, yeah, Rory's here. And I'll be like, yo, how's the new album going? There must be a lot of people in the world who have her actual direct number, I can't number, imagine though. there's too many, no. I'd say like even Destiny's J Child, the two gals, surely. Do I'd say maybe, maybe just Kelly Rowland, I'm not sure yeah. about yeah. Child, to be honest with you. She's cut her right. I'd say yeah, Jay-Z right. might have her number. Maybe. Maybe. He probably has yeah. one of her yeah. numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they go to her assistant. Yeah, work phone. John Favreau as well, just seems another one who just seems completely dead on. And yeah. Very yeah. Very sound. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like when I brought up the what I felt was the biggest change, and I'll talk about it more when we get to the review, was... Scar, because uh, the original one was voiced by Jeremy Irons, mm -hmm. and it was such a f he was such a fabulous camp. Oh, he was amazing! Like every, it was like he's always like, <laughs> drawing his nails down, and he's always he's always had. It seems like even when he doesn't have an eyebrow up, there's an eyebrow up. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know you could do such an amazing Scar impression as well. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, he was just he was a real. But Disney, the Disney villains back then. It feels like they all kind of had a bit of a camp thing, like Ursula. Ursula, yeah, yeah of uh, course. The old Jafar, because that was, was that Tim Curry? Mm -hmm. No, it wasn't. Oh, all right. It wasn't. No, I remember us talking about this before. I remember going to check it out. I meant to say, no, it is not. All right. Well, he, he's pretty, he's like, they all have a kind of a vibe to them. Yeah. Whereas in this, uh, it really leans into the King Claudius from Hamlet, because obviously Lion King is just basically Hamlet with lions. Mm -hmm. um, it's what Shakespeare originally wanted. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just couldn't get the lions Can we do this with lions? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's, he's a lot more evil-minded um, and politically-minded. Uh, so I, I asked, like, was that something they did on purpose to kind of steer away from the camp value of the 90s one? Well, if there's anything I want for my photorealistic fo uh, recreations, it's more politics. And more Hamlet. And more Hamlet mm -hmm. as well. Uh, let's take a look. I think that the tone of the original Scar, it was interesting because sometimes we would do the exercise of running the dialogue from the original film against our picture. Yeah. And it does not marry well. Right. It's very bizarre seeing Scar's dialogue come out of the mouth of this photo real lion. But Chiwetel Ejiofor has that, you know, Shakespearean theater training. And Scar is a bit of an amalgam of not just the villain from Hamlet and Iago, but really the whole pantheon of, of Shakespearean villains, even more so than the Disney villains. So having Chiwetel bring um, a much more dimensionalized version to this and also making the storyline a bit more complex where there's some sort of relationship between he and Sarabi and that almost falls upon the Hamlet roots as well. So we tried to add dimension and plumb the depths of what we could 
how we could keep consistent with people's expectations from the old one, but bring mm-hmm. a new a new characterization to some of the, the the characters that didn't hold up as well in this medium. The good thing about this updated version, though, is as you said, the cast is incredible, and Chiwetel Ejiofor is like he's got an unreal voice mm, he anyway. Sure does. Yeah. So at least that sounds like it would be pretty class as Scar. Yeah, like it's a it's a better match for the tone that he that Favreau was going for for this version. Because it's, uh, as you can see, like, if there was no, if no one talked and there was no songs and you just watched this version of it, you'd be like, oh, it's a David Attenborough documentary. <laughs> like, it just looks that that realistic. Um, but the one thing I also chatted to him about was, like, like she would tell Edge of he's a fantastic uh, addition to this cast on top of Beyonce, on top of... Donald Glover and Seth Rogen and, like, crazy cast of this. And Sorry. Yes. Did you say Donald? I did. As in, like, Donald? Yes, he, he pronounces it Donald. What? Yeah. No, he doesn't. He does. No, oh he doesn't. God. Does he? Oh, my God. Have you ever heard <laughs> of this? I've never heard of Donald Glover? No, Glover. Glover. <laughs> yeah. I, and not just Donald. Has oh nobody else heard this? No. no I, <laughs> <laughs> I just call him Charlie's Gambino. That's just what I know. That's fair. That's fair too. Yeah. Fair enough. Sorry. Um, I'm just following Tina Fey's lead because she she pronounces his name that way. So uh, if Tina says it, then well, if she says it, she's my she's my north star and Donald Trump. Well, but it's an unbelievable cast. Yeah, and he has a bit of a like a defining rod when it comes to casting because obviously he cast uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man when everyone else in Hollywood in Hollywood was like, "Don't touch oh, him! No, no, go away!" And he cast Will Ferrell as Elf when previously that Will Ferrell was mostly just like old school and like a weird, mm. wacky older guy. Mm. And having him play someone childlike wasn't really in his wheelhouse. And then obviously he's seen. He was like, "Actually, I think he can," and he totally did. Oh. Um, and then the casting for everyone in the Jungle Book and everything else that he's done, including ScarJo and Sofia Vergara. It's his two love interests in, in <laughs> Shed. The man's got a real he's, knack. He's got a real talent for casting. So <laughs> since uh, he is a kind of a head honcho now in Disney and Disney now own the X-Men and Hugh Jackman is no longer Wolverine, uh, I asked him who would he cast as the new Wolverine. Oh, that's interesting. That's a tough one. And I'm going to dodge it because there's a lot of different Wolverines. There's the Wolverine, the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. Yeah. But there's also the Wolverine from the books, which is very different than, than Hugh Jackman, although Hugh Jackman did a fantastic job of it, and we all think of him as the iconic version of it, especially as you look at Logan, which, by the way, for my money, probably one of the best superhero films ever Absolutely, made. Yeah. Love that one. Um, and, and the dimension of that character throughout its transition. But if you think of the original Wolverine from the books, it's a... He's a, he's, tough, he's a bit of a, a fire plug, you know. Yeah. He's a tough, small, hairy, uh, aggressive character. And you haven't met any small, hairy, aggressive <laughs> <laughs> I will be auditioning for it. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. As he was given that answer and describing like somebody short, somebody hairy, somebody, it was like, it is John Favreau. It's <laughs> Pete Becker again from Friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So when he was describing it, I was like, and no one comes to mind Nobody at all. to that description. So he, he generously threw his own name into the ring yep, at the end. Good man. Uh, yeah, like who, who... Who could potentially do yeah, it? Yeah, like Momoa threw, threw, threw himself into the ring as well. But I'm like, A, selfish. You've already got Aquaman. Yeah. And B, you're a huge, tall beast of a man. And Way we, too we've much. already done that route. We need a short, like, like dude. <laughs> like... Danny DeVito. <laughs> Danny yeah. DeVito would yeah. be perfect. Oh. I wonder, because they, they can de-age. They can de-age perfectly. Yeah. Oh, Frank Reynolds is Wolverine. would be <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah, we can already say, rock the vest. We did say that we do want Danny DeVito to star in all the Rocks films. So yeah. if he stars mm. in all Hugh Jackman's Wolverine roles as well, uh, that'd be phenomenal. The really good thing there about John Favreau is, and it's lovely and refreshing to hear, even though he is one of the Marvel kind of head boys, um, it's great to hear him just be like, oh, Logan is such a great film as well. One of the like, favorite superhero films of all time. Yeah. When it was part of a different studio. Because normally they just mm. kind of stick to their own. Mm. But, um, but he has a point. Logan was phenomenal as well. Um, cool. So, Lion King, this is it. Moment of truth. Um, did you want them to remake it? No. Okay. I have a problem with a lot of remakes in general. Like, don't, don't, if not broke, don't fix it. Apart from The Star is Born. Yeah, of course, of course. There's always one, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one exception, you know. But uh, yeah. is there any other Disney movie where you were like, I'd actually be okay with that being live action remade? 
because I would go with the Emperor's New Groove. Because that's yeah. one of your favorites anyway. Yeah, and the, but the idea of like a photorealistic llama. That's funny. With yeah. a human actor. Yeah. And they have to like course through the jungle mm. being funny and trying to save each other's lives. That, I'm on board. Yeah. You could do it with Hercules as well, with Pegasus. Like you have to cast the goddamn rock again. The rock is back <laughs> in again. Oh, I remembered. I was going to say something earlier on. You mentioned about David Attenborough. We please need to um, actually just take some of David Attenborough's audio and just stick it over to Lion King trailer. Oh Somebody must have done yeah. that already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because maybe it. maybe it might be better than the film, or is the film already amazing, <gasps> Rory? Lovely segue. What do you think? Okay. Um... It is, like, if it doesn't win Best Visual Effects in the next Oscars, oh, like, I don't know what's going on, because it is one of the most beautiful films, and the, the visual effects are peerless. Uh, like, it, it, at times, I was just like, oh, this is just, these are just lions. These, these are, are real just, creatures. This is just yeah. Yeah. lions, <laughs> which is... They got a lot of treats. The <laughs> problem okay. with this film, in that when you're watching something that realistic, um singing and talking to each other, your brain just snaps in two. It's just like, this isn't working. Because it worked for Planet of the Apes, the remakes, because, as I said, like they have humanistic expressions. But like they, they go they go so real in the animals in this. They don't have eyebrows <laughs> and they don't like they can't smile. So when scars, they're happy. No, no arched eyebrows. There's nothing. So like there's no facial expressions to match the, the noise that's coming out of their out of their mouth. So like when they're singing Hakuna Matata or uh, I Can't Wait to Be King. Like they're just kind of walking around, it's like 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 Aww, fish just bobbing their yeah. mouths open. And I was there's just nothing. Is he when happy to be king? It, <laughs> yeah, it's he's only saying I can't wait to be king, <laughs> but I don't believe him. It's only because the voice acting is directing you in the in the way that everyone is emoting, but like there's nothing behind the CGI eyes where you're like, ah oh, yeah, I'm They're just CGIs. That's what you call them. Oh. I liked it. I, liked it. I, 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 it I would good. check that. I would actually. What, is that an extra take? What is that? That's, 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 for later. A, that's a big line. <laughs> line. Across the line. There's a big um, line to it. <laughs> another one. <laughs> it's a show over. Can I go? No, no, there's a lot more to go. There's not. Stay with us, please. Subscribe. Yeah, so it looks great. Um, some of the voice cast are really good, like Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner are fantastic as the, as the new uh, Timon and Pumba. Mm. Uh, John Oliver is great as Zazu, um, but yeah, like the big hoopla over hiring uh, Donald Glover and Beyonce. Beyonce it, like if you, if you remember the Lion King, he's only grown up in it for about the last half hour. Mm. Yeah, and it's the same here. Like after huge, huge Beyonce's in this room, and then when she arrives, you're like, oh, and she's gone. Like <laughs> right, practically okay. over. So yeah, there is there is a big like. This question is like, why? Why did you do this? Yeah. Why did you bother? Well, because they're going to make an absolute. Mm -hmm. Obviously, but, no. I know. I know. We know, we know why they yeah, did it. Yeah. Same reason why they hired Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce's yeah. in it. I'm going to go see this because Beyonce's yeah. in it, even though she's not in it. Uh, like it's not mocapped. Everything, the backgrounds, everything is just CGI. Like Beyonce wasn't going around in a in a green leotard <laughs> pretending to be a lion. like we are today. Yeah. Yes. So. One of the things whenever they try and recreate people uh, through computer animation and when they do put them in, in realistic settings as well, obviously there's that phenomenon on Canny Valley where it's a little bit, it just doesn't sit right with the audience because you can tell that they're kind of human but they're not quite human. So there's an unease there as well. Do you think, is this like a, an animal version of Uncanny Valley? Is that where the beats are standing <coughs> through? Do you remember, do you know the, uh, <laughs> do you know the compare the meerkat yeah. <laughs> no, do <That's>, I? Like, <laughs> they're like, it, 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 lo it really looks like a meerkat. Yeah. And you can tell it's talking, but there's no facial expression. And it, the only reason it exists is to sell you something. Okay. Like, why is he trying to sell me insurance? This <laughs> meerkat. Um, what about the performances as well, like the songs? Because there are a few new songs in this as well, are there? There's mm. one, okay. Spirit, uh, which is played over a montage. Uh, it's, it's fine. Um, you can tell it's a song rather than a musical number. Okay. Whereas the musical number is like, you can tell it's like we're forwarding the story and we're telling you where everyone is. Spirit's like, I've got feelings. Uh, and it's it's totally fine. But yeah, it's just this, like, <laughs> if you 
listen to the album on Spotify, you're like, this is all great and I'm enjoying this. And if the film had been played out completely silent, you would have been like, that's an interesting decision you've made there and that's fine too. <laughs> Combined, it's like a David Attenborough documentary and someone has just played the wrong soundtrack over it. Okay, gotcha. Wow. Um, so you didn't fall in love with it the way you did the original? No, the original is still like close to perfect yeah. for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the best lines from the original are, are not in this either. Where they, they've like the script is like ninety nine percent the same, but the one percent they changed. I was like, ah, oh, right. why? Okay, I think um, I think that's why I I'm still very interested to see it. Yeah. But I can understand Dumbo was made because the message was like cruelty to animals now. It has a very modern message that mm. we want to stamp that out. I understand 100% and I really enjoyed Aladdin because Jasmine wasn't just a prize to be won. She was a fully formed character uh, which really fit in with the, obviously the feminism movement and she was she was legit the best thing mm. in it, I thought. And yeah. that like, you know, she could speak for herself. But if you look at the Lion King's actual story, it, as Rory said, it is a flawless Shakespearean beautiful story of uh, you know greed ambition power finding your own voice like it's very hard to take a different approach to something modern like modernize something that's already perfect so that's why i'm curious to see you mentioned that you treat scar differently but i think the main appeal for me will always be the story but like how do you say anything new on something that's already great in, for a modern audience yeah and they haven't, they and haven't that, and that wouldn't that would bug me more than the animation yeah per, per, honestly yeah but they haven't modernized like the there's, it's not like there's a there's a, a subtext of like oh we must protect these endangered mm. animals. Mm. Yeah, there's, that's not there either. Because again, there's no humans in it who are hunting them or anything. Yeah, so using paper straws instead of plastic ones, right? Right. Like exactly. That, yeah. Exa no. Exactly. I mean, what else is there to say? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> the sooner the animals wake up and realize they need to make that change, the Stop better. Throwing your six pack thingies <laughs> yeah. into the sea. Like Simba is a teenager. I give them eyebrows. Yeah, definitely. Paper straws and eyebrows, and yeah. we'll be yeah. Well, that'll be on the uh, DVD extras. Yeah, so yeah, looking forward to that. Um, so Lion King is out this week. It's going to make a pocket yeah. load of money. Um, yeah, I'm probably going to be. Uh, like overtake things like I think it's going to overtake definitely that, Dumbo and Aladdin, Aladdin. And well, Aladdin after you seen how much Aladdin has made like close this billion, is it? going to yeah. wow I can't even vision but this has already like not to feed into other people's reviews but way worse reviews than oh, really? than Dumbo or Aladdin so Whoa. I'd be curious to see if like I don't have kids that I'm aware of um <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> uh, so I don't, I don't, I like, I, I can't appreciate that. Maybe like, if you do have kids and you're like, oh, I just need like two or three hours where they shut up and just watch something, mm -hmm. and maybe they're dragging their parents back a second or third time to go see Aladdin and mm, Dumbo. I wonder if there will be huge repeat business having seen this. The first time, if they'll be like, um, I don't want to see that think again. So after the emotional trauma that's about to unfold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, that's the thing because it does contain one of the most emotional scenes God, in yeah. Disney. History. The original does. <gasps> oh my it. goodness! Oh my goodness! No, no, no! Don't read that into into that wrong. Too late. Too late. Oh, Too late. No, it, no. I mean, the emotional impact it's of the original there. one gotcha. is gotcha. Simba gets no abducted eyebrows. by aliens and comes back in time. I want to watch Paul Murray's turns version out, of it. <laughs> turns out they did update it a little bit. With Danny, <laughs> a little bit. And Danny bit. DeVito's in there. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, Lion King out in cinemas this week. Uh, do go and check it out because um, we're going to be going to see it. Whatever you said, Rory, mm -hmm. anyway, we are going to go and see it, so take your eyes. Nice. No bother. Um, now, though, <laughs> Justine, I know you're particularly excited about neck pillows. You it's betcha. that time of the show. I had no idea you had No, I know. Such a grow up <laughs> <in them. laughs> uh, So we have been uh, giving away these amazing Peter Parker travel kits, as well as the neck pillow. Uh, you can also <laughs> get a passport lobby. cover. Stop. What else was there? Oh, there was a water bottle. Water bottle. And a Spider-Man backpack as well. Get out. Living, the, living your best life. Oh, you wow. need a ticket to go? Yeah, yeah. tickets are not provided. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yes, so we had three winners last week, which, as we said, leaves us with two winners this week. Uh, it was Where were you? That it was a very maths-filled show. We needed you there God for the number oh, work. It, there, was like, there was a high clue count, and I thought his brain was going to snap. Oh, no. <laughs> it was all over the shop. Um, but I want to say a big congratulations to this week's two winners. It's Darren Mulvey and Mark Johnson. And... A special congratulations to Mark Johnson because his his profile on Twitter, whenever he was entering the competition, he's a tortured soul and pancake lover. 
So that just I thought it was too linked. Yeah, I, thought I don't know if they are. The yeah, I, I would have thought yeah. that would have been like a salve for your torture. Because I don't so. think you can be unhappy eating pancakes. I genuinely don't believe that. No, yeah. mm. it depends what you're putting on it. Whenever, Mark, whenever we contact you uh, to send you out your prize pack, <laughs> I'll ask you about your pancake-loving and tortured soul yeah. element as well. We'll get to the bottom of that. Yeah, yeah. neck um, pillow will sort you out. With <laughs> certainly, <laughs> 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 yeah. a bag, a spidey bag full of pancakes. Um, but That's yes, not so, no promises we can't keep. <laughs> no, 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 no pancakes. <laughs> Um, no tickets, no pancakes. So, uh, <laughs> congratulations uh, to both of you. Now, this week's prize, uh, as we said, one of the biggest films of the year is definitely going to be Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. It's definitely one of the biggest titles of the year. <laughs> one yeah. of the biggest titles. Um, starring The Rock and Jason Statham. And this is amazing because just off the back of the Fast and Furious films, they were like, you two get on really well, uh, especially like Fast and Furious 8. They had really good uh, kind of chemistry there together as the well. The prison scene. The prison scene, yeah, yeah uh, which is brilliant. So they were like, let's just make a complete other franchise out of it. Probably which is also a got someone genius. cooler than The Rock as well. I'd say nearly. I'd say he's cooler. <gasps> Idris. Statham. Idris. Oh, Idris is in there as yeah. well. Yeah, he yeah. is a cool. He is just. Well, cool. he said he's Black just, Superman. Yeah, yeah, Black Superman, which is phenomenal. And he looks incredible in this as well. And we also have <laughs> Vanessa Kirby as well. Yes. Who most people know from The Crown. She is. Ooh. Love Helen Mirren. She what? Helen Mirren's in it too. Mirren. Yes. Love Helen Mirren. Uh, but uh, let's take a little look at Hobbs and Shaw because earlier on the year, this was one of our favourite yeah, trailers so far. So let's, let's take a wee, uh, a wee sneak peek. Our target's name is Brixton. He's a ghost. We're going to need the best trackers in the business. Luke Hobbs. I'm what you call an ice-cold can of whoop-ass. Career lawman always gets his guy. We're going to need to operate outside the system. Deckard Shaw. I'm what you might call a champagne problem. Rogue former MI6 agent. Doesn't play well with others. If we stand a chance against Brixton, you guys have to work together. No way. This guy's a real ass. That trailer just gets better and better. Mm. The two boys. And the third boy. And the third boy as <laughs> and well. And that girl. And that girl as well. All the <laughs> cast. Um, so we will get to this week's high clue. And if you get the correct answer to that on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, and up on Joe as well, then you'll be in the running for winning tickets to go and see be part of the audience, one of the first audiences in the country to see Hobbs and Shaw, which is very exciting. But let's reveal the solution to last week's high clue. Um, so it was a reminder. Gigolo's female, kiss from a bath time fairy, gentlemanly dick. Now see, you two weren't here for this and I really needed emotional backup. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you need yeah. emotional backup? That's a lot. There's, there's, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on there. A, a huge amount going As on. As we said, for everybody who's listened, Gigolo's female was Gigolo apostrophe S. Uh, kiss from a bath time fairy. And then... This <laughs> is, yeah. Gentlemanly dick. It doesn't with a capital get better. D. It doesn't I better. felt very seen by this, to be honest. <laughs> so, um, anything coming I to mind? I think I might have You think have you it. might have it, Justine? Anything? Famous scene, red dress. There's a famous red dress in it, Coming yes. down, Sugars. big smile. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. So the answer was... Showgirls. Showgirls. <laughs> yeah, the original Showgirls. Yeah, Pretty Magic Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Pretty woman. Um, so the solution for that one, uh, Gigolo's female. Uh, the female, uh, the Gigolo in this is female. She's a, a sex worker at night in Vegas. Or maybe she works during the day as well. And which? It's New York. Is it New York? I think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. It is New York. But it's yeah. not like the Beverly Hills Hotel or something. She goes shopping at oh, Beverly it is. Hills. It's LA Beverly now. Hills. Yeah. Oh, so it's LA. <laughs> so it's we LA. It there we go. We did. Teamwork definitely wasn't Vegas <laughs> or New York. Yeah. Uh, and then Jiggle is female because one of Richard Gere, uh, Richard Gere's most famous roles was as American Jiggle. Mm -hmm. So uh, the pretty woman, his female in that film, uh, kiss from a bath time fairy because the two of them kiss. Julia Roberts has a famous bath in it, and she's the fairy from Hook, mm -hmm. so she was Tinkerbell. Oh, yeah. And she's singing uh, Kiss Prince, by Prince yeah. as well. And the final line, gentlemanly dick, uh, because she turns him into a much nicer gentleman during the film. Oh, okay. <laughs> dick. Richard. Richard Gere. Mm. There it is. And he also was an, an, officer, and a an officer and a gentleman as and well. And also they have so. sex. 
There's a fair bit of sex. Straight in there, Rory. Well, listen, you know, it's a, as we said, it's a hint lasagna. I'm one of the hints of sex. This meat, this week's lasagna is meaty. It is meaty. And your man from Seinfeld was a bit of a dick in that film. Oh, George Costanza or whatever his name is. Yeah, Jason Alexander. Jason, he was a prick in that film. All the layers. Yeah, he was a dick as well. Um, okay, <laughs> this week's haiku though. Uh, fingers are ready. Syllable oh, count. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Syllable count is ready. Okay, <laughs> so it's Merlin's not magic. Strong case for resurrection. Law breaking girls mean. Merlin's not magic. Strong case for resurrection. Law breaking girls mean. Again, for anyone who's listening to the podcast, it's Merlin's is Merlin apostrophe s. Mm. And in the final line, it's law-breaking, hyphenated, and girls, apostrophe S, so girl, apostrophe S. Maryland's not magic, strong case for resurrection, law-breaking, girls, mean. Okay. Some arched eyebrows over here, yeah. a tilted head. Maryland would imply... Squint Maryland at the screen. Maryland would draw me to either... <laughs> mm. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or. Yeah, either or, yeah. Oh, you're the other one. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So it's de- something with the last line. It's definitely less sexual than last mm. week's one. That's Which what you think. You've no, got me there. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Resurrection. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, that's this week's Haiku. Um, as we said, uh, some tickets to go and see Hobbs and Shaw are up for grabs. Keep an eye out uh, for that on Joe's social as well. And, uh, yes, you can enter the competition on the website, uh, on Instagram and Twitter as well. Coming up soon. Next week on the show, we have, uh, we're going to be taking a look at The Intruder, <laughs> yep. which, yeah, tell me all about this one. Well, well look at that, that gets sexy raunchy. there as well. Oh, straight in. It's fucking goodness. Sorry, pardon my language. Uh, so, yes, th- th- this is the, like, the forgotten subgenre of 90s movies where this couple have moved into a house and it's all fine, and then there's someone who's really creeping on them hard, and they have some kind of back way into the house and they're trying to take over. Like there was movies like Fear. P- Pacific Heights and Fear and, and stuff. And uh, what was someone called To Die For? Was great. Ob- is it Obsession? Did somebody? Obsession, yeah. yeah. No. Who yeah. wrote, the same person wrote this oh, movie. the same writer? Yeah. What? Um, and there was one last year with Gabrielle game. Union called Breaking In. Oh, oh yes. They tend to be quite bad, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> like trashy bad. Oh, I really The stuff that I'm fully on board for. And in this one, it's Dennis Quaid as the intense guy who's trying to... What? And Dennis Quaid, when he, like, ramps the creep up, (laughs) like, full El Creepo. So, yeah, and he's like, this used to be my house, and now I've sold it to you for money problems, but I'm coming over just to still, like... Mow your lawn, but also I want to get with your wife and kill you and take my house back. Jeez, sounds like a horrific neighbour. Well, sounds class. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> so the intruder coming up next week. Happy days. One thing I didn't mention this week is: can we get a special round of applause, please? Oh, just before we finish for Roy's t-shirt. Oh, I love that t-shirt. Beautiful. Right. That was your favorite movie poster, wasn't Fashion it? Fashion finds was a way. Who's favorite? Okay, there you go. Uh, was it was yours? somebody's favorite. It was, it was, it was mine. It was, yours, yeah. it was mine. I love that movie poster so much. Oh, I do. I remember all my answers. Um, I like that you looked around accusatory. He's like, who was it? <laughs> Which of you stole my answer? Um, thanks again for watching. Uh, please do remember to subscribe to the show. A big thank you to Ian, Fiona, and Paul as well, who are all behind the scenes. And again, as we said, that army of animators who have made today's show happen, which is incredible. I don't know how we're going to get out of this Lycra, but uh, we'll give it a go. Really chasing the chairs. So warm. Um, (laughs) We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye-bye. You're listening to The Big Review Ski on Joe, brought to you by Omniplex Cinemas. See it all with my Omnipass.